Hey everybody, welcome to the Zelda Informer Podcast. As always, I'm Adam, your host, and uh, this week I'm joined by... Mr. Chris Kitchen, the co-host of them all. What's up, guys? How you doing? I mean, Sadly, our friend Jake couldn't make it this week, but he's in our thoughts and our prayers. Uh, actually, he'll be in a, a small video presentation that's going to be going up probably today. So if that's not Adam, hmm? Adam, be quiet. <laughs> if he's not, <laughs> if he's if it's not up already, uh, it'll be up sometime today. Uh, happy Valentine's Day to you guys, by the way. Uh, and I'm sorry I interrupted the rest of the people from introducing themselves. Thanks, Adam. Yeah, rest of the people. <laughs> and Chris. <Do> Adam. <laughs> and Tyler. Gosh, you guys. Just Adam and Chris. That's it. Ugh, Introduced that's... everyone. Oh, and Adam. Yeah, that's that's everyone. Okay. Don't, don't, don't forget Adam. Yeah, don't forget me. Don't forget him. Hi, guys. It's uh, Jeff. Um, it's good to be back on the Zelda Informer podcast. I've got a real mic this week. Uh, thanks to my friend and roommate, uh, Jamie. I... I could kiss him because it's phenomenal, and it's Valentine's Day. So I mean, that's, that's probably okay. That's Perfect. how you know you. That's probably okay. That's how you know a friend did a good deed because you can kiss him. Because you can kiss him. <laughs> you... It's all about that subtext between you can, us. You, that... We're gonna be talking about Valentine's exactly. Day today. I'm sorry if you don't have a date today. Uh, if you have uh, Majora's Mask 3DS as your date today, congratulations. Uh, but if you do not, like I don't, because I don't have money. Um, Wait, when did that come? That out? came out today. Yesterday. <gasps> Yesterday. It came out today oh. as in as in Saturday or Friday. Oh, Friday. Oh, okay. Came out I thought you meant like yesterday we for people. Yesterday. No. Well, you can go. Some people actually uh, some places have broken their street dates. I was going to talk about that later, but I'll bring it up now. Some places have broken their street dates. Uh, I know Target has, for example, uh, mm. on several stores broken their street date, which means you can actually get it now, which is Thursday. So, wait, why so am if I you're here? Some, if you're Gosh, somehow. If I'm, I'm out of here. Wait, Alpha, don't go. Okay, okay, fine, fine. You dragged me back. Gosh. Okay, who's who's okay, who are you? Tell us who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I am Tyler, also known as Alpha. Alpha. I'm, I'm the guy who writes articles that everybody hates and mostly sticks to the shadows of the website. Especially me. The yes. shadows. We love him though. The both. shadows of the website. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to put it more like the sh- instead of the shadow of Mordor, the shadows of Hyrule. Hmm. You know, I before was we gonna, get into the, uh, hmm? I wanted to go with my shadow thing. I was <laughs> no. going to go with. I guess it's going to be left in the shadows. We're taking this podcast to the shadow realm. Oh God! Please no! Oh, <laughs> oh it's time to do 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 get to the topics. Yeah, topics for this week. Uh, lots of movie movie news. Um. New Spider-Man coming to Marvel movies. Yay, finally. We're getting him oh, back boy. in. Ryan Reynolds uh, released a new picture of his Deadpool mask for the new Deadpool movie that's coming out later uh, next year, I believe. We cast Nintendo employees in the new uh, Netflix Zelda TV series thing that's possibly going to happen. We don't know. No one's really confirmed it yet, have they? I don't no. think so. Uh, not not yeah. officially. Yeah, there's no official confirmation, thankfully. We'll talk more about that later. Um, it's a funny article, by the way. Go to click it down below. Um <laughs> Assassin's Creed movie um, has officially begun its production, and it's going to be released in 2016. Um, Sakurai has its own opinions about virtual reality, and uh, the usual um, industry anal- analyst who, as always, gives his terrible opinion about video games, uh, says that Nintendo is still in denial about the Wii U fail. Rare is finally getting back some of their employees together to form a new company. Um, we're also going to be talking about Persona 5 and uh, a friend of ours, Hot Pepper Gaming video, uh, and a few fan topics that came in this week. So thank you so much to 
Casual Game, Josh, and Jacob from Texas for writing in. And if you listen to the Steam song for this week, that was done by Husky by the Geek. Thank you so much to him for submitting that. You can check out his links below if you were interested in his music. He's a great guy, really talented, and uh, I think we're going to be playing one of his songs later. Possibly, I'm not really sure. I'll let you know. Um, so yeah, that's the topics for this week. <laughs> let's get into the let's get into the show. Yeah, let's dive right in into the first subject of the matter. Oh, by the way, I'm sorry. Uh, if you have any fan topics, theme, sum- theme song submissions, cover art, anything like that you want to send to us, uh, be sure to send that to us at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. That's ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, the comment topic for this week is obviously, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? Are you going to be playing Majora's Mask 3DS with your loved ones or by yourself, which can be your loved one? I mean, you could be, you could love yourself. Love yourself. You're cool. I like you. You're a friend. You're my Valentine. <laughs> sounds sounds like we got all of our bases covered up. Yeah, we did. <laughs> all right. Well done, guys. Thanks. Thanks so much, Tyler. Podcast over. <laughs> but yeah, Spider-Man's going to be in the new uh, Marvel movies. He's uh, under a new deal. Uh, Spider-Man's going to appear in a Marvel film from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And Sony Pictures will thereafter release the next installment in its Spider-Man franchise in 2017. You know, Adam, it's really funny that you say that. Because the other mm-hmm. day, I have a friend of mine. Uh, he goes on Twitter as Rocket Dog Sean. Um, he made a very funny tweet about that. You all heard about uh, also John Stewart leaving the Daily Show. I did. Yeah. It's very tragic. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he may be working on some bigger. Yeah, things, I know. So He's we'll uh, possibly moving to MSNBC. Ooh. I think. Oh, I didn't ah. hear that. But anyways, his tweet went a little something like this: "We're getting a new Spider-Man actor, and John Stewart is leaving the Daily <laughs> Show. So with that logic, oh. John Stewart is going to be Spider-Man." <laughs> I would love that. It makes perfect sense. If anybody can Photoshop that picture together and. And uh, commented down below. I love you. Send to us. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, after I saw that tweet, I I bursted out in laughter. I was like, "Oh my god, we're gonna get like another Guardians type of Spider-Man Ultron." Actually, um, apparently, he's gonna be coming into Civil War most likely. Yes, yeah, that's which is exciting because if you're a Spider-Man fan like I am, you know that he's integral to that story. So yeah. that yeah, that means that's a uh, Captain America, Iron Man, Black Panther, and Spider-Man, yes. and all that. I'm excited. Ooh. And I assume Scarlett Johansson will be in there because she's tied in with the uh, uh, what's uh, Captain, Captain America. Black Widow. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. Uh, she's all but confirmed to be a um, a repeating character in the in the um, Captain America movies. Did you hear about yeah. uh, which is cool? Well, I mean, I, I just wanted to ask if anybody had heard about the potential casting rumors for Spider Man because a few of those came out today. I did not. Uh, 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 yeah, John Stewart not, confirmed. <laughs> yes, John. Oh yeah, John Stewart is the first choice. Fantastic! Fantastic. <laughs> Wait, let's 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 give our own ideas for who might be before we hear the rumors. Okay. Okay. All right. I definitely Olivia Newton John. <laughs> I doubt anybody's gonna know who that is, but it's fine. I, oh, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That would be cool. That would be cool. He would be, uh, well, I, I feel like he'd old. be very squinty as a Spider-Man, just like mm, all the time. <laughs> no, he he's probably wouldn't be Spider-Man. What if they actually choose to go with the African Spider-Man? <gasps> That's my vote. That's my you mean, vote. I, I have my vote right oh, there. You, I really want Donald Glover. Because, like, in... I, yeah, I think about Donald Glover Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, I think it'd be cool, but I don't know if he'd be... I mean, like, he'd have to he'd have to stop doing music for a while. I mean... And I know that he... That'd I mean, he one. was Spider-Man in, the, in, in an episode in the TV show. Yeah, no, he was great at that. But it'd be... I don't know. It'd be hard for him All to right. choose, like, doing All a right. dream role All or you- being able to <laughs> do a... Um, I don't know if it's a dream role of his. I think he said he'd think it'd be really cool, but like 
I remember the whole, like, campaign when it came out, like, the whole, like, Donald Glover needs to be Spider-Man, and he was kind of, like, he kind of said it jokingly, and then just, like, became, like, an old, it became, like, a whole big deal out of nothing. And then he was in one of the episodes. Which was um, great. uh, Mm -hmm. Spider-Man, what was it? It was, it was the Ultimate Spider-Man? I think so. Yeah, that, that, no, not the Spectacular Spider-Man. That was, that was a good iteration of the cartoon, but no, it was the Ultimate Spider-Man, which is also Disney XD. It was, mm-hmm. and for its runtime, wasn't I wasn't Neil I, Patrick was Harris Spider Man on that. Uh, I could be wrong. Welcome to the Spider Man th- podcast, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, Adam, I'm not quite sure, but I could check. All right, uh, back to Chris. While in a you moment. check that, let's talk. Uh, what are who are the casting rumors for that? Uh, okay. Jeff. So, courtesy of IGN, um, we've got a few um, potential rumors. It sounds like it could be uh, Dylan O'Brien from The Maze Runner or Logan Lerman from the Percy Jackson series and Fury. Dear cool. God, no. Yeah, I'm not a huge I still think our series of uh, casting choices for the Zelda Netflix TV series is better because we use Nintendo staff. Yes, yes, definitely. I think that is <laughs> probably my favorite casting choice list ever. If you haven't seen it, look down below. It's hilarious. It's obviously what Nintendo and Netflix should it's, go with. It's what, it's what the cr- Zelda it, Informer do, what Nintendo don't. It's what Nintendo would want. I think, it, I think the fans deserve it. I agree, yes. Mm-hmm. Reggie, it, it, should, I mean, Reggie it, would be the perfect Ganondorf. It, it was put forward by the fans, so obviously mm-hmm. it is what the fans want. Exactly. Thank you. Someone's speaking logic here. Unlike whoever decided that... Zelda should have a Netflix TV series because that is I just mean, no. You, you don't think that's, you don't think that's, that's a good, good idea? We talked about that on, on a podcast. I don't think know. it's a good idea. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. I think. I mean, I I think Zelda I Williams they... put it best when she said that um, it's going to be hard to make a series about a guy who doesn't talk, especially when they were like when from what we know when they said it was live action. They, it's going to be live action, and also um, they want it to be like a Game of Thrones for families. Oh, which no. is like that's already a that's already a red flag is like we want it to be like this other show and nothing like what the actual games are yeah. watch someone comment that zelda's the game of thrones for but uh, oh i just had to, to just reiterate something from what we said before in spectacular spider-man it was this guy named i think it was josh keaton as peter parker okay and in and the ultimate spider-man it was a uh, childish kimby you know which is his uh, stage name as Miles Morales or mm-hmm. um, yeah. the Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, Miles Morales is a cool yeah. character. If I can inter- it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be him. But if they chose an African Spider-Man, I would be completely okay. If with If they that. did, I mean, they're choosing a Black Johnny Storm. They're doing a um, in Fanta- in the new Fantastic Four, and they also did a uh, who's doesn't change? look bad. The trailer did not look bad. No, it, it looked kind of like if like I take away from what I know about Fantastic Four, it doesn't look bad. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet. We'll link it down below. I don't know if you care. We won't talk too much about it. Um, let's get more, back more into video games. Wait, if I can I'm interject sorry? a real last thing, just because... Um, <laughs> no, Chris, no, you sure. can't, Jeff. But you Chris can't. said Peter Parker. It reminded me of something um, that someone posted on uh, my Meet the Staff post from this week. I don't know okay, who he... Okay, go ahead. I forget the user's name, but he was like, hey, so I don't know Let's how call you, him Jonathan. Let's call him Jonathan. His name is not Jonathan, though. Sure. Jonathan, we know you're out there. Um, it, he <laughs> said... Uh, you're juggling things really cool because I juggle. And he's like, you look like a Jewish Peter Parker. 
and I'm not sure how to react. Oh. I took that as a compliment, and I was like, that is, is kind a, of a compliment. That is a new. I, yeah. I was wearing my glasses in the photo of me, so I guess that's where you got it from. But I'm like, I've never gotten that before. Oh. Thank you. I am Jewish. Jeff, and if he's like Jeff, if you flip the pizza, okay. Mister Aziz is gonna flip out. So, so wait, should should we be <laughs> taking away from this maybe Jeffrey for Spider Man? That's what I'm taking away from it. This is where this is where I get my start. Yeah, where I get my start, guys. Uh huh. Start in acting and also in movies. In movies, yes. yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Movies. Just I've never acted. Good luck, Jeff. But I think I could. I, well, actually, you I have. worked at Fast You did in high school a little bit. Thing. You did. I did. You did a uh, theater stuff in high school with me. Yeah. That's how we, we know each stuff. other. That was neat. Mm-hmm. We did stuff. Okay, uh, done with my thing. Speaking of people who had passed together, did you guys see about um, the Rare Rare employees who are forming Platonic Games? Mm. You know what, Adam? Hmm? When Rare. I saw Sorry, that they were the making way. this... Yeah, it's the former Rare employees. They're they're forming together to make a new studio. Sort of like what they did with the Mega Man team. And now they made the spiritual Mighty successor, number nine. which is pretty much Mighty Number no. 9. Mm-hmm. So I'm very happy about yeah. this. And they even didn't they say they were going to release some sort of like teaser, or like some sort of art cover art or something? Um, they were in an interview with Edge magazine, magazine, and I yeah, that's I think that's what I'm talking about. I know that they had some like they had some images that were in the the interview they did, and they showed off this like really cool looking like um red monster and this blue monster. But I don't I don't I couldn't find any information on them other than just those images uh mm-hmm. because i think those are pulled straight from the magazine i think you have to subscribe to find it i don't know if it's even out yet but i could be wrong oh well it's Edge I, well, magazine I... uh issue 277 which is on sale from february 12th so it will be out today or well two days ago so if you're interested uh i think i'll link down the image that i'm talking about below um and also a link to edge uh magazine so you can check it out for yourself if you're interested but yeah, it's kind of cool that like these sort of things are coming together and we're getting this, the old team that made uh, Banjo good. And they're basically going to be able to make Banjo again, but without having to deal with the whole copyright claims and things like that. So fans of that series are yeah, still going to be able to do that. Um, this reminded me of a fan topic that we got this week uh, from a fan named Josh, who writes, So I was playing The Binding of Isaac this weekend, which is a fantastic game, and I noticed it borrows heavily from the original Legend of Zelda's dungeon format. Question. It does. I was talking about it. It's your favorite that. Zelda ripoff. And by that, I think he means, Ooh. I'm just going to, by what he means by that, I think it's. is like the top-down adventure, like. Seeing know. things that borrow elements or style or like definitely pit, play kind of uh, similarly or have a homage to the Zelda series. Um, what do you guys think of that? Like what, what game comes to your mind when you first think of borrowing from Zelda or a Zelda ripoff, I guess you could call it, which is kind of a harsh term. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think I, I get what you're saying. Uh, recently, actually. I went and supported a Kickstarter project, mm-hmm. a two actually that are coming out. One is which is called um, Hyperlight Drifter, okay. and then the other one's called uh, Borderland Remembrance. They're both like kind of pixelated, like Apex games, but they're both top down in the sense of like like how the original or not, I'm rather more linked to the past, you know, more of the 2D Zeldas for like the Game Boy and stuff. And also, there's one that I get the Zelda Informer of the website did cover is called Medora. All three of those oh, games. Yeah. Interest me so much. So I was just like, huh. And they all had like the same kind of like, a- not assets, because that would be stealing. They had the same kind of like You're aspect. Backing that- Medora too? Uh, yeah, I did not back- get to back Medora, but I'm awaiting oh, its release. Okay, you know, I did. I'm very happy about it. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I I was one of the backers for that. Um, it was really exciting because they barely made their Kickstarter goal, but they no, made the it. The fact that they made it, I was so happy. I remember when like, you first brought was... that to my attention, Jeff. Uh, back in like yeah, was yeah. it September, August? Yeah, they've been in works for a while. They're actually yeah. getting. I believe they're getting ready to release their like uh, uh it's like first, a beta or something. Um, what do they call it? Like what an alpha, Chris? alpha build it's like, or beta. It's build? like either an alpha or a beta. Yeah, it's. I think yeah. it's selective though, so it might be just a beta. Yeah, probably might be just for like yeah. certain backer levels. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, but they've been sending yeah. out steady updates uh, on it, and okay. uh, it sounds like they're making good progress. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, the game it specifically draws a lot of uh, similarities to is the Minish Cap. It looks uh, and the Four Swords. Minish Cap, course, because that's exactly why I found it so interesting. Mm-hmm. Just because Minish Cap is probably one of my favorite Zeldas, like. Did you so see, uh, uh, yeah. Chris, did you see uh, the latest uh, article we put out for ZMI with Minish Cap? Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. Adam, because I, I just so happen to keep an eye on your other doings, which I, I shouldn't because I learned my lesson. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Adam runs this uh, awesome website called our Facebook, Facebook page, page known as Zelda Misinformer, where you can get your go-to like taste of not real Zelda news. <laughs> and it's it's, it's, a, it's a satire page and uh I run it with it love. It sounded like a good idea on paper. <laughs> it did. Yeah. It's something no, it's not like it's a bad idea, but I mean Adam. Oh my god. I go in there like I I was talking to my It makes Paulson. people mad and I feel I feel bad for the people that fall for it and I try to like I, I'll oh, message yeah. them and be like I was talking this to Paulson not... and he's just like, oh dude check out what I found on this page. I'm like dude oh, that's my god. Zelda misinformer. That's Adam's page. <laughs> <laughs> oh my like, god that, this isn't real dude which one was it do you remember oh, it was man. a long time ago i think <laughs> i think when he was on the podcast uh, he was actually talking about it oh for those of you who don't know my friend paulson is uh the animator online and goes by Screwits. he does cartoons and animations and stuff check out the older podcast to find out more details i think it was he was on episode seven or nine uh well i Still, Adam, like you made a poor the poor man. He called me. He's just like, dude, check this out. I'm like, it might have been, it might have been the Majora one. You think so? <laughs> Possibly. I mean, we were right about Majora. That's so, funny. Like yeah, how we awful. how we kind of called that one. <laughs> yeah, no, that is. I think. I think the we thing s- about we said this before. We they need Zelda, not Zelda. Nintendo needs to hire Zelda Informer to be like their premier place for all the news and what's coming up because obviously we nice. know. Yeah. <laughs> We well, know these things, guys. Speaking, mm-hmm. I think I think we're not too much like we we cover Zelda news a lot, and like on the podcast we cover a lot of gaming news and just general geek news, but mm-hmm. we're not really biased towards Nintendo, which is I think what Nintendo would want in terms of like a promoter. I mean, we, t- uh, we but t- I think they but... I think as a company I think they appreciate our honesty because I think a lot of our articles and a lot of our staff is able to be like, yeah, this game isn't that good, or this game didn't live up to a standard that we expect mm. from Nintendo. And we're able to mm. honestly communicate that with our fans. And so... And then they we, yell at us. Yeah, they yell at us anyway. <laughs> the only bias on this podcast... Like this podcast alone, we don't Majora's give any... <laughs> loving. Adam, did I tell you how we're doing our reviews for Majora's Mask 3D? Uh, no, you did not. Just because you brought up like the different ways of looking at this. Um, because we went through a whole big issue with getting a review copy mm-hmm. um are we allowed to talk about that obviously we're there already okay um we had some issues with that so we kind of got line, it we're not a, getting a review yeah 
Yeah, we're not getting a review copy before the game comes out. Yeah. I mean, we don't have it right we're now. We're very sorry about Thursday, that. Thursday, right yeah. before it comes out. Um, but we, what we're going to be doing is a few of our staff are going to all play the game. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do multiple reviews and then do an aggr- aggregate review of it. What does and that mean? It's very interesting because... What's an aggregate review, Jeff? Well, what's an aggregate review? Oh, big vocab words. Ooh, yay. Yeah. Um, Explain for people who don't have all the reviews... Stuff? Hold on, let me look through my dictionary. We're gonna. T- Are you talking okay. about like John Tron take... AVGN irate gamer type of stuff right now? That was you threw more words I don't know. Ask me. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, ex- <laughs> Jeff, just go. <laughs> okay, okay, I can do this. Um, so basically, we're gonna have uh, three or four people, probably including myself, who are going to be reviewing the game. And we're going to do our individual reviews. We're going to rate it uh, out of five Reggies, because uh, that's our review system. Uh, <laughs> our regular yeah, review sorry. system at ZI. I'm sorry. It, it is the only standard that we can have. It's it's the only quality assured standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, video. It, it's the only way you know that our reviews aren't biased. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, I mean, we gave Hyrule Warriors like 3.5 Reggie heads out of... Out of uh, five Reggie mm-hmm. heads, so I mean, it's not a bad we game. We gave up a whole Reggie yeah. head; we cut it in half. It's not a bad game. No. Um, anyway, so we're gonna take about uh, three or four of us, and we're going to each do our reviews, and then we're gonna average them and try to get an overall opinion from the site as a whole. I mean, it's very interesting. Because I give it I believe, five uh, If we're going, to... yes, if we're going <laughs> to have uh, four reviewers, two of them uh, have never played the game before, including myself. And Ooh. two of them have played the game multiple times or experienced it or are huge fans of it. So we're hopefully going to get an interesting perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said this offline to Chris and, like, Jeff at one point. Like, I would review that game only if it was for, like, something like Hot Pepper Gaming. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. S- speaking of Hot so Pepper the Gaming, Adam. <laughs> that would be, I have a low tolerance for heat. <laughs> so, Adam, I think we should let the, 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 the gang... Over here, let know like uh, uh, our relationship with Hot Pepper Gaming and uh, something they recently did with uh, another friend of ours. Oh yeah, we uh, we had a friend of ours, uh, Esquire Bob, who's an animator online. Uh, he does yeah. Game Grumps stuff. He does just his Game own Grumps st- animated. Yeah, stuff. he's yeah. he's a cool guy. He's one of my favorite animators did, just because he's um, such a nice guy. He did the parody of uh, "I'll Make a Man Out of You" with Pikachu or yeah. with Pokemon. Yeah, you guys should definitely check that out. We'll be in the link dump. Uh, we'll oh, we'll I link like his, we'll link his YouTube. Down below, you can check out all his stuff. They're all really good. It's 3D animation, uh, but he's he's one of the best out there. Yeah, I think. he's he's a doll face. Um, but he did a hot pepper gaming, and it's probably the funniest hot pepper gaming I've seen. Because <laughs> he's he, so. <laughs> yeah, he's. He, I remember on Twitter. It's a, it's a live. It's a live hot pepper gaming. So in front of like a crowd. So like as he's reacting, the crowd is reacting with him. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like he's like struggling at parts and they're like oh no it's, it's so really funny. funny to it's see like people he initially takes in his hot pepper I've, is it bad if we're like spoiling the video <laughs> no <laughs> no it's 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 the it's the journey that counts for hot pepper gaming like Very we all know how it ends true. with tears <laughs> yeah so like go check it out below I was when I was watching the video and I instantly saw his face as he looked at the pepper he's like oh no <laughs> he's just like this is a bad idea <laughs> I should have refused but yeah. go watch it if you haven't. It's great. I love it. Uh, um, and check out his that stuff. That actually He's... reminded me of. Hmm? That actually reminded me of something I saw like yesterday or the day before, and it's totally off topic. But I mean, when has that stopped us before? Um, I was watching uh, the Flash 
with uh with my oh roommate. do not spoil it and i'm, I'm behind a say, few episodes i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spo- not Good. gonna spoil anything thank Trust you me, this Smart is really man. vague it, it won't it won't do anything i'm, anyway, d- I'm just gonna say so, something guys i uh, really love gotham the flash and arrow because i don't know they're really good to me so if you don't like them i'm sorry yeah <laughs> but anyway so i was confused out of my mind because i don't watch these shows i just happen to sit in and then i ended up watching you talked like, so fast it sounded like you were at double speed double speed <laughs> Like it was like clear and concise. Maybe but it sounded like maybe he, is maybe oh. he is the Flash. Oh. Maybe I am the Flash. Oh. Jeffrey, <laughs> Jeffrey for Jewish anyway. Flash, and also Spider Man. Spider Man. The Spider and Flash. Also Spider Man. Oh. The Spider, Spider Flash. Flash. Spider Flash. Spider. Flash. Instead of legs, he has the Jeff. he has the Thunderbolts. Has his He's legs. Ah, uh, whoa! That's it's crazy. the Marvel anyway. Universe and DC Universe crossover. We all didn't ever expect. We all didn't want anyway. <laughs> anyway, so there's a part of the episode where someone eats a pepper to like, and it's a ghost pepper, and like it, it's a painful. Like he's about to, he takes one bite of it, and then like he immediately regrets it. And a character grabs a carton of milk and gives it to him. Where? Why do they have a carton of milk? <laughs> Who just has a carton of milk just sitting there? There wasn't there that wasn't any you? reason. They weren't in a cafeteria. They weren't in a grade school cafeteria. They weren't at the grocery store. The only two places I can conceive of that. It wasn't even out of a fridge. It was on a desk. Actually, uh, t- Tyler's entire fridge is filled with cartons of milk. Hey, hey, dude, don't you be talking about my fridge like that. I'm sorry. I I feel you, like it you was should be. It was worth Ugh. telling. I remember I went to Tyler's house and I looked through his fridge and I was like, dude, there's just milk in here. Why is there just cartons upon cartons of milk? And I like was, cereal, all right? We saying, <laughs> I like having a certain amount of milk with my cereal. Cartons are the perfect size. Sometimes I like 1%, sometimes... I have my cereal dry. Because you're a dry gross. person, Jeffrey. Oh my gosh. I've uh, read your articles. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's fantastic. Jeff. What? I think you're banned. Who's banned from... The- Jeff. I think I think I have to kick you out. Dry cereal lover. I'll be lover. quiet. <laughs> I'll just be quiet for a minute. I actually really usually only eat my cereal dry because I'm usually like, it's two a.m. and I'm like looking at the cabinet full of like food. Well, full being two things in there, and I'm like, I could have cereal or I could go to bed. I'll munch on cereal. <laughs> yeah. And then he edits the podcast better. and turns into Post Adam. I do turn into Post Adam. You kind of, they kind of heard that last, if you listen to last week's episode, you kind of heard a little bit of Post Adam. <laughs> that was I was Post calmed Adam. down and I put coffee in me to make sure I wasn't totally there. But like, it's like, I go from like happy go lucky guy who wears sweaters and is like, Hey guys, let's go have like some brunch or something into like, <laughs> into a guy with like horns and like red skin and flames everywhere. And like, you know that uh, you know that character from Skyward. And Sword I just grumble and I curse a storm. <laughs> what? Yeah, he looks like that. He, he, you just look like that. There's this monster character oh, in yeah, Skyward yeah. Sword. Uh, he Batro? just looks. What's his name? It's like Batro or something. It seems like a Batro. He looks like he just he just looks like Batro. That's what he transforms into. I, I, it's just it's, uh, it's a Jekyll and Hyde. Disclaimer: I don't know if that's actually how you pronounce it. I just. Don't worry. Pronunciation. Even if it's right, we'll still get called and told it was wrong. Very true. Yeah. I'm excited for that. It's hard to know when a lot of these are like just seen through text. There's no actually official like pronunciation. Mm. It's kind of like yeah. That's why I. I, I, There's a lot of things things in Zelda I probably pronounce wrong. Uh, I've got several, and I like them better than the actual pronunciation. So I'm not going to change it. Well, while we figure out pronunciation, I think it's time for a short break. 
Uh, Jeffrey, we had some music that we wanted to share during the small break that we have this week, which is kind of a new thing. We're gonna yeah. Uh, this is, uh, this was a fantastic, uh, opportunity that we got, uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, I've been featuring, uh, some musical artists from YouTube who do, uh, Zelda songs or arrangements every once in a while. And I reached out to them and asked them if they would be willing to do a Majora's Mask tune arrangement for us in time for the game's release. Lo and behold, all three of the groups came through and we now have three fantastic arrangements. Um, we're gonna be one playing of them one for you now. The, yeah. Yeah. By Mr. Tom Woods. <laughs> Tom Winter. Tom, Tom Winter. Winter. I'm sorry. Like season. Tom, Tom Winter Woods. Woods. I was thinking James Winter Woods, Woods from Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's fantastic. Uh, we hope you enjoy it and we hope it's, uh, it goes along with your trip into Termina this weekend. Yeah. So, uh, take a listen to, uh, this track by James Winter. Tom Winter. Bah, God. <laughs> Play it already. Go. And we're back. Oh God! Wow, why are we that back? Was so great. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> Chris, I think I think you ruined it. Oh, you kept man. singing along as if there were lyrics. There were no lyrics. It was just acoustic guitars. Well, you know yeah, me, Adam. Like, I like it, to sing. It's a fantastic acoustic. It's my ear. Ble- my ears bleeding, Chris. You know what? You know the oh, thing about gosh. it. I think my lungs are bleeding too. <laughs> <laughs> I think my horrible singing damaged my own body. <laughs> oh, I'm my gonna God. go to the hospital now, guys. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> Come back. I'll, I'll, I'll see you later. We still have time. <laughs> okay. Now that Chris is gone, do you guys want to talk about uh that uh the the Assassin's Creed movie? <laughs> no. I I don't. <laughs> oh, I the know. Michael Fassbender movie? <laughs> Michael Fassbender. I'm excited for that. Uh I'm not. I don't know how to say his name, but uh Michael Fassbender. You, no, yes, Guillemont. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh 
Yeah. We uh, a quote from the uh, about the movie was uh, we have the pleasure uh, during a company earnings call they announced that the green light has been given to by a new agency and the production has already started. It's a very important milestone to the project and our team uh, and for our team on Assassin's Creed. I think. I'll link it down below if you want more information, but I do not know how to pronounce his name at all, and I'm very sorry about that. There's a lot of vowels and letters and things, and it's just like a lot of, all over the place. I just, I just don't understand, Daddy. <laughs> I don't get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's just so many things I gotta do and I gotta say. Yeah. It's weird how all these games are getting movies now. It's like, I think I saw, was a Metal Gear movie in the works? I know a Halo movie's been in the works for years. Oh, no. Oh, gosh, Hitman. Hitman. Hitman movie came out a while back. That Wait, wasn't no, good. No, no, no. They're doing. What do you guys think about this new one? Because I, they're doing a new really, one. Yeah, you, they're doing a new you, Hitman trailer. Oh my god. Oh wait. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. You, you guys don't like it? Have you seen it? I've seen parts mm. of it. I was entertained with this new trailer. I was like, man. Oh, the new Hitman trailer. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't no, seen it I haven't at all. Seen I'd, it either. I didn't know there was a new one coming out at all. The oh. older ones are a little. I mean, I never played the older Hitman. I never played a Hitman game. Hitman is a series, by the way. Uh, that's kind of mature. So if you've never played it, um. It's fine, uh, but it's you play a hitman and you have marks and you're you're rewarded by being sneaky and not hurting innocent people like women, children, the elderly, uh, workers, anything like that. The only person you're supposed to kill is your really evil targets and no one else. If you kill even one other person or anything like that, you get punished. Uh, so anyone who says otherwise is lying. Anyway, um, <laughs> there's there's actually an animation someone did. I think it was Elsid. He did a. Uh... There was a uh, there was a Harry Partridge one. That was amazing. Oh no, I think it was, it was Harry Partridge. Oh that, my god, Elson. <laughs> if yeah, it's uh, it's mature, really but check it down below if you're interested. It's one of my favorite cartoons I've yeah. seen. Can you call it a cartoon Partridge. or an animation? Uh, I mean, I would consider a cartoon more of a series. Like an animation itself is like uh, just a singular. All right. Mm. Maybe cartoons as a whole, animation as a single. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty reasonable. Is mm-hmm. the plural of animation animation as an animator like Amiibo in Pokemon? Uh, mm. what do you mean? What do you mean? Like you can say or deer. I guess that's a normal person word. Uh, you know, look at that deer. Look at those deer. Watch this animation. Watch these animation. Yeah, I think you can do animations. You can put an S on there. I love this part of the podcast where you talk about semantics. Semantics, great. Dude, you, you got two copy editors here. What do, what do you? This expect? is true. I'm surprised you haven't like corrected me at one at one point or another on the way I'm saying things. At one what? Oh, no, don't don't worry. I'm taking notes. <laughs> just send me a list afterwards. Uh huh. <laughs> just like okay, submit your audio, Revised and you just like script. you sent me an entire email like 30 pages long of just. Oh, 30. We, we passed that point a long time ago. Oh, God. It's only been like 30 minutes. <laughs> uh, speaking of things that are making me concerned, uh, well, not me, but specifically Sakurai. Uh, Sakurai has a, a little bit of an opinion about virtual reality. What? He, what is virtual reality of any importance with soccer? Yeah, I don't know, but he uh, he gave a quote in the... He has uh, more important things to be working on. A recent interview with Famitsu. Uh... VR goggles are like a TV, so it should be up to developers to freely decide what content is projected. At the same time, however, developers should properly consider how to overcome dizziness and negative factors. If games in 3D worlds are just blindly turned into VR, the future looks slim. So he's basically saying, don't just throw things into 3D. 
and it kind of makes sense. But like, make him optimize. I don't like Sakurai because he smells <laughs> yes. nice. Sakurai, stick to what you're good at. Happy it's Valentine's nice Day, Sakurai. Things. I hope you have a lovely one. <laughs> Speaking of which, what are you guys doing for Valentine's Day? Um, I am going to enjoy my day and be alone and be on my computer and work. How sweet! Because I'm an important person Aww. and I have things to do. And I don't have time for a love life. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking a day off? Sorry. You. Oh, I apologize for that. Oh, yeah. There we go. That's a Shrek. That's a Smash Mouth. Yeah, yeah, it's it's Shrek. It's Shrek. That's the Shrek song. That's that's Shrek, the theme song. (laughs) That is just called Shrek, the theme song. Nothing else. It's not called All Star or anything like that. Nothing else at all. Not at all. (laughs) It's by the band called Shrek, the original band. It's called Shrek Mouth. It's uh, it's it's, album, it's Crush it's Crush fifty two, which is like Crush forty, <laughs> but instead of being for Sonic, it's for Shrek. Uh, uh yeah. Anyway, so for uh, my Valentine's Day, I'll be spending that with my uh, lovely girlfriend Jessica. Uh, if you decide, my to name isn't Jessica. This, I don't think she. Yes, I know, Adam. You're very far <laughs> away, so I I had to I had to improvise. Compromise. Anyway, compromise. Uh, okay. Actually, now that I think about it, I'm actually going to be spending it with my love, with my love of my life. Dan Jones. Dude, Dan Jones would be an awesome Valentine's Day date. Dan Jones, will you be my Valentine? <laughs> I doubt he'll I'm say gonna, yes. Yeah, this is coming out days later, so I'm going to have to ask him now. <laughs> so that when it airs, he can respond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See if he responds. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so I'll be spending it uh, with Jessica, and we'll probably end up playing Portal 2, which is amazing because it's like my favorite co-op game ever. Anyway, if you're listening, I love you, sweetie. So, yeah. Aww. Oh, God. No. Aww. I don't want... This is not the sap cast. This isn't the lovey-dovey touch-my-butt cast. What do you... Stop. Jeff- Jeffrey, just go. Just, stop. We don't need you here. Get out uh, of here. Well, take Tyler, your, are you doing anything? Time out. I'm playing Majora's Mask, man. Beautiful. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I don't have a girlfriend or anything. Just oh. play Majora's Mask. Gosh. So Caleb is cool. coming to town on Friday, and I haven't told him yet. And you guys are gonna be. You guys are gonna hear it. Well, it's gonna be a day later, so he can't hear this. So he can't possibly know. Um, but I bought him uh, a teddy bear, roses, a, a card, and uh, a box of chocolates. A heart shaped box of chocolates. And I'm gonna give it to him when he shows up on Friday. <laughs> You know, Adam, there's a thing for that. You know what it's called? What? I can't say it on the podcast. You're probably going to have to cut that part out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you no, don't have to. Please it's just don't. It's just funny because he's not going to expect it at all. It's, I'm gonna, it, I hope you take photos of it and then you post it so I can like, I hope he likes it. <laughs> retweet back. Most Guys, you don't have to have stuff. a Valentine to just want to make someone happy on Valentine's Day. That's why I'm you doing this. You can make a cartoon enough. that hmm? day about Valentine's Day saying, hey, I like you guys. Yeah. I mean, Nintendo released a few online. Uh, if you check on Twitter, I think uh, there were a few. I think the one that was the most romantic based was the one that had Tingle. Like, even like oh my Peaches gosh. had something just be like, I love those. Our friendship is my castle or something oh. dorky like that. Yeah. It was so dorky. <laughs> Do you guys remember when you were like in kindergarten and stuff no, and um, they used to make you give out like oh Valentine's gosh, Day yes. friendship cards to friends? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. No. Adam, there was um there was a post hmm? on Dorkly like a few days ago that had all the Nintendo Valentine's Day thing, and they basically they they pointed out quite correctly that um they're all about friend zoning you. Like if I 
if you used any of those at our respective ages, it'd just be... Oh, yeah, like, it, it really oh, was one of those things. Thanks. It's like, we're just friends. But you're like the link, but we're the, good the Legend of Zelda ones were like, you're the hero of friendship. Welcome to my kingdom of friendship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there was, was there one for Ganondorf? I think I saw one for Ganondorf. There was a Ganondorf one that I will steal your Triforce of friendship. Which oh, it's really so oh, it's, oh, cheesy. If you're lactose intolerant, please cut out now. <laughs> yeah, like right now. Lactose warning. Um, <laughs> this this podcast also includes peanuts, soy, uh, nougat. Uh, it really satisfies. And bees. Thousands of and, bees. And bees. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Just bees. So take us out of your Tyler daily doesn't diet. know it yet, but I've actually tr- like set up a, a, like, a mechanism to release thousands of bees on the end of this episode. Oh. Wait, that that was you you did that? Yeah. Oh. Oh crap. <laughs> um so Jerry, if you're if you're listening to this, I I'm sorry about that uh gift that I put outside your house. Sorry. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> While we dwell on that, I think it's time we should get into some more fan topics. So uh Ooh. Casual gamer. Right? I'm still thinking about the last one. <laughs> what was the last one? I'm sorry, I'm so behind. The last one was like which which one's your? Uh, oh, we never talked Zelda about what rip-off Zelda ripoffs we liked. Oh god, I'm <laughs> well, so we sorry, kind Josh. Of did. We kind of. Did. I think we talked about Medora. Thinking, I've been mulling we, we, on it. We, I can't think of. I didn't say mine. I think Chris Chris said some, but like Chris said what? Yeah. I uh, my favorite Zelda ripoff is Ocarina of Time. It's not as good because it doesn't do all the elements right. Um. <laughs> Wait, what? Where are we going with this? <laughs> Help me! Just Help. being mean to Ocarina fans. Ah. Uh. Um. I guess. I guess Binding of Isaac is probably one of my favorite Zelda ripoffs, mm. just because it has some really cool dungeon elements that really did remind me of the first Zelda game. You know what I miss from the original Zelda like screen that we ne- you never get to see in games. The rapier from the Legend of Zelda title. Mm. Um, the rapier? Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm a little confused. Sure rapier is a type of sword. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Well, I know that, but I'm still confused. You don't know what I'm talking, what are you talking about? about. There's a like, rapier. Yeah. Where, oh my where's god. This rapier? <laughs> where Jeff's is this? gonna get yelled at. Oh boy. Jeff, <sighs> okay. We're going to get. Wait. Uh, what's that word? Condone, condemn. We're gonna. What's that word when people like, okay? We're gonna hate t- you over the internet and like because you say things that are wrong. I'm sorry. Condemn being the internet. You? No, it's like there's a word for it. <laughs> the like, original I've Legend heard... of Zelda title screen had it, and possibly Zelda two. We're gonna talk about Zelda two, ever. No, I talk about two. Well, at least I would if I beat it. No, just the original Legend of Zelda had it. There's a rapier okay. on the first screen. It's it goes right underneath the. The word Zelda in a title. Mm. It's cool. I want oh. one. Actually, I'm going to be designing a Prince Link cosplay around it. Oh. Well, not around that rapier Ooh. specifically, but yeah, I am uh, with a friend of mine. Cool. Yeah. Uh, that's probably Who's the friend. Uh, Cassie Chu. She's been on the podcast before. But uh, Cassie Chu, my we'll best see how that works out. <laughs> but uh, no promises right now. But if there is any more updates in the future, I will let you know. You Cassie guys will be the first Chu. to know. Please do. More like yeah. Cassie. Exciting. Yeah, excited. You know what I really love about the Binding of Isaac? Since I brought it up earlier, um, well, Josh did, but uh, the power ups 
that and I really do love that aspect of Zelda 2. I know Game Grumps just started playing Zelda 2. And I do it's, love the RPG love the... aspects of Zelda too. Yeah. Like, I think we were, I think we had a conversation in the staff room about it. Uh like what would a good Zelda RPG be? And I I think Zelda 2 already is a good Zelda RPG. It's hard. It could use some features, but it has RPG elements that I really like. It's not a true I RPG. Agree with Adam on that one. Like with power-ups, you know, you can power up your health, your magic, your attack. I'm still stuck on this. Like, I can't think of a Zelda ripoff that I really love. Like, I want to say Dark Souls, but I haven't played Dark Souls, so I can't. I always hmm. really liked Okami. That's oh yeah. That's the what elements? The what elements? It's got like the dungeons and getting little items here and there. All right. It 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 is very different from Zelda, but it's still there's enough commonality that they've been compared plenty of times. Mm-hmm. Mm. I actually never played Okami. Oh man, yeah. Okami more like good. Oh Mommy. I thought you were gonna say Edamami, and I was like, really? Okay. Eat em, eat a mama. <laughs> what is <laughs> Chris? You try. So I, hard. I am, I am like totally out I, of it. I respect that you try. Do you really? Proud of you. I, I think people hate it by now. Nah, I don't even know why I come fine. back here sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I'm not saying I don't want people to feel bad for me or anything like that. But I feel like I'm not as big on the podcast as I, I like to think I. Oh, the internet. So, anyway, well, I think I think you represent a casual fan of Zelda. You know, like, most people don't know a lot about the series, but they do play it. You know what I mean? I mean, I think I know a, a, an alright part. I just also like to think I, I'm more of the, the outside source. Like, alright. Hmm. Who, who, who can we get from the mainstream, in a way? As if I were mainstream. Okay. I'm not saying I'm an indie either, but, you know, I'm... <sighs> censor that. You, know, you don't need to censor that. That's a common word on... Spongebob. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> I can think of this is new Spongebob movie. That. Oh, right, that is it. Alright, guys. I've heard really good things about that movie, by the way. From an animator's really? point of view, that yeah. that movie was terrible. Really? Wait, From which an movie? animator's point of which view. Which movie? The Spongebob which movie, apparently. Movie? SpongeBob? The new one? No, it looks really watch. nice. Adam, you watched the... Cl- yeah, Jeff sent me a clip earlier, and it was really nice. I, I get- don't want to spoil that anything. That was weird. But I, I just I want to say a few things about the movie. There was a shining reference, and I loved it. <laughs> they they reuse some of their old jokes. Oh, oh. well, it's it's they, the original writer coming back. Yeah. All right. I'll tell you. There's only one scene in that entire movie where the original writer came back, and only one scene that should go appreciated. Really? That. I thought he wrote the yeah. original. I thought he wrote the script. Psh, you think he wrote like one line, and it was probably the only funny line in the entire movie. I know he's I coming. Movie. I, I know he's coming back was, for this show. I, yeah, he is, and so I'm looking forward to that. But as far as like the movie, it's just like I was in the theater with uh like uh, my friend Screwitz Paulson. Uh, we were surrounded by a bunch of like you know younger audience. Just say you were on a kids. date. We know you were on a date. Yeah, we were on a date. Okay, okay thank fine, you. Fine, God. fine, whatever. It's whatever. okay to we're have friend date. dates, guys. Friend dates are yeah, nice. Adam and I have. Those. I was on a friend date with Dan Jones and Jake earlier. It was really nice. When yeah. we had coffee, we talked about Zelda. We talked about gaming it was awesome we were there in the theater and we were kind of like we as we were watching them we were also looking around ourselves like we were noticing what what the jokes were the, that the kids were laughing at they weren't really jokes they were laughing at they were just laughing at some situations and when there was an actual joke him and i were the only people that actually laughed in the theater everyone was <laughs> everyone was silent i was like are you guys kidding that are you kidding like that was that was funny that's well there's the and, thing it's the thing about like 
the jokes that are meant for adults and the jokes that are meant for kids. This is a joke that was meant for kids a long time ago. I can tell you that. <laughs> All right. You don't I want mean, to say anymore. I, one thing that I one thing that I kind of like mm-hmm. about the um going back to the possibility of the uh, Zelda TV series. Um, it, I don't know. I feel like Netflix is able to traverse that age gap pretty well. So I mean, they wanted to call it a family friendly. But I mean, uh, I wouldn't. It's the same thing where, like, I don't just trust someone blindly based on previous work. Mm. If it's a totally new work altogether, for example, like Microsoft, Nintendo, whenever they make new games, I don't just trust it off the back. I just, I give it, I, I try to treat it for face value from what I see from the trailers, from what I see from interviews, things like that, because I think that's the best way to approach it. And I was actually talking to Jake about this earlier, about how it's the idea of how he said he used to be more willing to try out new kinds of games than he is now because he's so worried with, you know, this idea of, you know, only trusting word of mouth, you know, only only, like this game's good, this game's bad, you know, like everybody's always like there's such like huge major opinions on games that it's really hard to try because people have stopped trusting uh, online reviews, which I think is bad. I don't even think about the things like that anymore. Instead, I, I kind of made it a personal goal of mine to go out and buy a game if I actually wanted to. It's like, and I'll judge it myself. If it's a bad buy, you know, it sucks for me. But I mean, like, honestly, I feel like that's the only real way I'm going to get results. Yeah. And I try to make it, I try to make it a habit of my own to only recommend things to you guys who listen if I really think they're good. Um, I've had offers from developers to come and come on the podcast and talk, but I've refused because I don't like their game. I don't like what they're doing. And I don't think it's worth your time or mine to talk about it. So, I don't know. Just food for thought. No, I think I think that's valid. <laughs> Lay down the law. Well, no, I just, I'd, I'd rather, I mean, I talk a lot about stuff that I guess most of you don't care about, like movies and comics and things like that. But I love both of those things. I, I know, but some people here just want to talk about Zelda. <laughs> Can we talk but about But I don't like to just day? talk about one thing, because that's, I don't feel like you're getting a full experience, because it's like, I think of it like, we all come here because we all like yeah. Zelda we as a base. A if I get to talk but I think that as friends, as a community, we like other things, and it's cool to see what we, what else we like, and how those things affect Zelda, and how those things affect the way we view the games, and how we view other games in the in different series. I don't know. I do everything mm-hmm. in my life based on the Legend of Actually, Zelda. Actually, uh, so. Casual Game wrote in with a fan topic that I thought was really interesting and had to kind of do with this. Um, he wrote. Between 2007 and 2009, I beat Ocarina of Time about six times. In 2009, I decided to graduate myself to Majora's Mask. But after one hour of playing Majora's Mask, I returned to it to the cellar because it was not Ocarina of Time. The extreme differences between the two games put a bad flavor in my mouth and the game is, uh, in, and about the game that I still taste to this day. Despite this bad flavor, I pre-ordered Majora's Mask for the 3DS. Which would my mindset be, be as I give the game a second chance? Has anybody here... Wait, Alpha, you've mm. played it, right? Many, many times. All right, Alpha, go for <laughs> I it. I lost count around 30 or so. Go for it. <sighs> Substitute Jake. Substitute Jake, yes. That, that is a tricky one. I mean, <laughs> if you're expecting it to be like Ocarina of Time, you're going to be disappointed because they yeah, are it's, very it's a different totally different games. game. Mm-hmm. They're very different experiences. The focus is completely shifted. But you know, mm-hmm. if you just if you're just going in there for a good time, if you want to, I, I I really like Majora's Mask because 
it feels like the world is alive. Because you can go around, you can see all these characters living their lives and trying to get through... Because there's three days of progress. Yeah. Things happen over those three days. Three days that you can affect, and -hmm. then you can go back in time. As opposed to, like, the whole, like... It's kind of you can you can revisit moments I guess you liked exactly. in, this, in the game. You can revisit funny. moments and change them, mm-hmm. so you can affect the situation in different ways. And for a lot of those situations, the effects will continue throughout the remainder of the three days. It's not just like one little place where, oh, I helped you out, so now you say something different when I see you. It's, mm-hmm. oh, I helped you out, and now. This side quest I can't do anymore because there was some thing that I that helping you made cancel out. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's really cool to see a world where your decisions interact impact. in ways that you can't foresee. Yeah, and I think a lot it's, of it's like the MMO that Adam always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about that. Yeah, yeah. How it's Adam, like you, I want. You always tell me that you want a world-changing MMO. Yeah, like... where you affect the world. I think as a player, it's it's important and it gives you impact in the story. If you feel like your character means something to the story, absolutely. And that's that's why I hate this idea of like killing off the main character. I hate that that is a popular notion in in modern day pop culture. Because I think it doesn't really serve the purpose of why I'm reading the book. The reason I'm reading the book or I'm watching the film or I'm playing the game is that this character has somehow managed through thick and thin, through their own wit and through luck, just amazing amounts of luck, to survive situations or to overcome certain obstacles that most people would not be able to or 99 times out of 100 would fail at. And this is the one time someone ever pass through it might or I, beat it might i throw something at it. you um kind of related to that no okay I will. please don't yeah. throw anything don't at me throw, i'm yeah, very Jeff, sensitive kind of dangerous what the it's hell kind of dangerous i'm sorry um but i was uh yeah, talking gosh, with i yeah. was talking with uh the guy behind uh imago softworks it's a studio an indie developing studio that is producing a game on kickstarter called star mazer it's this um really cool uh pixel pic, uh pixelated point and click um point-and-click horizontal shooter uh, nostalgia trip, and it's a very interesting game. But their studio actually has uh, experience in film. And our most interesting discussion was about what's the difference between making things for film and making things for uh, the gaming uh, medium. And And what Mr. Thacker told me was it's about agency. It's about your ability to influence the events of what's happening. When yeah, you, that's exactly what I think. When you experience a mm-hmm. film, you go in and you want to feel the story. But when you have a game, if you just treat it as a cinematic experience, it's totally different. And one th- and the thing about that that kind of... Jeff, you're blowing me away right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. You're, you're blowing me away. I'm enjoying <laughs> the thing this. That, yeah, no, no, it's, it's this the is, idea of like having impact yeah, on the world. Mr. Th- that's what a game uh, is about. Dawn, uh, Dawn yes. Thacker. Uh, check out Star Mazer, by the way. It's got a few, to, it's got like a week mm-hmm. left and it's definitely worth your time. They are. I'm putting really it cool. uh, down below anyway, in case you're interested. Um, so, um, mm-hmm. one of the things that that makes me think about is The Legend of Zelda holds a huge, huge thing on your ability to be Link. You are Link. You are the hero. You are going to save Hyrule. No, you're not Link. You're not Link. Okay. 
you play watching, as Link. You play as Link. I'm sorry. You play as Link, and you can and you can. We've had this discussion before. Aid the hero of Hyrule. <laughs> but anyway, my point being that if we're you can show them the like, right way. Watching the Legend of Zelda on any sort of visual medium, uh, whether it's a film or you lose a that TV, connection. I. How are they going to keep that connection? I mean, there's just a fun about like like Alpha's talking about in Majora's Mask being able to see yourself affect the world. There's something that uh, just pulls mm-hmm. you into that, that attaches you to that game. I mean, there's a yeah. reason that Majora's Mask is so And it fun. has nothing to do with being the character. It has to do with doing it, doing the th- doing the actions yourself, overcoming the obstacles. It has to do with, with games being the primary interactive medium mm-hmm. in our world. That is their core defining trait is interaction. Yeah. Being able like to in Stanley, things. My, ba- my favorite example that I've ever thought of when it comes to these sort of things that I like to, to give people is a game called Stanley Parable. Oh, um, it's, a, it's, it's Some people call it a walking simulator. simulator. <laughs> but you go through the game and you have options and choices and they affect the game and they give you tons of endings. And tons of different ways to change those endings and multiple pathways that intertwine and connect. And all of these rely on you as the player and all these weave together to make the Stanley Parable what it is. It doesn't work as a book. It doesn't work as a film because these things would not make sense in those mediums. And I think that's the biggest thing is that a lot of the time when you change the medium, you change the story. You change how it works. And I think that The Legend of Zelda cannot be changed in that way without losing what makes it so good what makes it so what makes memorable it so- to fans i mean is that is that what the legend of zelda has lost recently because when we talk about like the freedom of your ability to play um and not being told what to do uh for example link between worlds a lot of people uh really like that one because you have a lot of choices on how you can approach the game you can do it many different mm-hmm. ways each time mm-hmm. um is that what we've been losing with the Legend of Zelda, like that feeling of agency and control and just ability to play. I mean, um, a big complaint that me and myself and Jake have with Skyward Sword is the fact that you don't have a freedom of choice. You get this false freedom of choice, which is kind of a problem. It still gives you the things that make it a game. It still gives you the ability to choose how you go about approaching certain things. It gives you, it narrows it down a lot, but it still gives you options. It still lets you play with the game and then make choices, minor choices that don't affect the story, but choices nonetheless. I guess... I think the thing... Yeah, you're definitely talking about... We are kind of reaching a point where we're losing those choices. And I think the cool thing about Zelda U is that it promises to give us back those choices. That's what I was... To give us this freedom of scope and perspective in a way that we didn't get in other games. That's what I was going to say. The idea that um, Mm -hmm. they started putting forward, for example, I think it was Aonoma, it might have been Miyamoto, uh, who was saying that in Zelda U, they want to give you the ability to do something each day. I mean... That's agency. You actively mm-hmm. choose. Do I want to go on an adventure today mm-hmm. or do I not want to go on an adventure today? Do I want mm-hmm. to do something out of the ordinary or do I want to play the uh, the adventure that's mm-hmm. open to me? And I think that's very yeah. promising. But the thing is you have to somehow balance that with how you impact the world. I think games like Skyrim, for example, yeah. fail in that regard. Yeah. Because they give you the freedom of choice and impact, but the impact you have is so minor it's almost unnoticeable. In fact, the only thing that changes is maybe a few dialogue choices. You'll still encounter mostly the same amount of enemies, the same kinds of enemies. The only thing that may change is possibly the level of the enemies that you're facing. Um, Adam, it sounds like you want to create a new genre of gaming, really. And it kind of sounds exciting. What are you talking about? Uh, I mean, I'm going into school for game design. Well, what, do you, what are you talking about, Chris? Yeah. Could, you, could you sort of say what you, what, you see coming, what you see that Adam's kind of describing? 
Yeah, expand on. Oh, I don't know. I mean, if you I mean were like, expand on it, then people could, would steal my idea, and they're going to make a game based of what I'm saying. I and mean, I'm not gonna get okay, credit. okay. I mean, okay. So, dude, I was, but, but then you'd get, then you would get the game. The thing, the thing <laughs> that I, I guess, I'm kind of getting at is this idea of an RPG that you kind of have much more impact on that you kind of get like mass effect gets really close to the idea of having so much impact that you change the story you change the fate I mean, of the a universe lot of bioware games do yeah bioware is one I of my favorite companies bioware, for that reason bioware does yeah. a great job with it mm-hmm. they did an amazing job in coder yeah. and oh even gosh, they didn't coder. even do coder oh. 2 but i mean coder 2 was just as like in Knights of the old republic like, by the way you know it's yeah, uh, yeah it's star wars the old republic knights of the old republic one and two you know there's mm-hmm. something fascinating about uh the fact that you brought up mass effect 2 one because my roommate just started it and i started watching it and i'm like wow this is way better than the start of mass effect one and uh in that same conversation i mentioned before where i'm talking where i was talking to uh imigo studio uh um director uh don thacker he brought up uh the idea that the reason mass effect 3 pissed so many people off was because you had age, so much agency throughout the entire game, and then Mass Effect Three ends with, you know how it, you know how it ends. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spoil. Very, it. very right. minor changes right. in the story very. based on those interactions. Yeah. I mean, the the story, the way that you got there is changed, and the lives that you change are there, but the impact itself is lost. Like they just, they get to the end, and then I think it had to do with the fact that the development was rushed at the very end, like very, yeah. very end. Yep. Uh, they were kind of like told like tomorrow we're releasing, sorry, and it's like oh okay. Uh, we didn't finish the game, and it's like too bad. Just cut it short. Um, but they they lose the the impact that they were gonna have that massive blow. They almost had like a perfect ending, but they didn't hit it. They just they just didn't have the time. They just didn't have the, I guess the capacity to be able to do it. I don't know what it was in particular, but I think it was it had to do with the development cycle. Um, hopefully there will be a remake in the future. Um, that fixes that, and I think um a lot of the things that get lost in development. Um, uh, get, I mean, get kind of restored in remakes. And uh, Jacob from Texas wrote in, um, with a topic that's very similar I to feel that. Like Jacob from Texas has written to us before. He has. He's written to us several times. I love his. I love his Jacob from messages. Texas, thanks for tuning in. By the way, uh, quick it. shout out to uh, Colonel Majora. Uh, you've been sending me information on your uh fan series. Uh, it's probably going to be a series on a movie. Um, I really like what you've been sending me so far. Thanks so much. I really impre- appreciate reading it. Uh, I'll probably send you an email back as soon as I can. I've been very busy lately. Uh, we've been doing a lot of uh, changes at the site, graphic design and things. Uh, I've been busy with my own sort of side projects and schooling. So I haven't as, as much time to answer emails. Usually I'm very quick about it. Um, but getting back to the subject, Dave, Jacob from Texas writes, uh, When talking to my friend on the topic of Resident Evil Remake HD and Majora's Mask 3D, he had an interesting point. He doesn't like how remakes change certain aspects of the game. New rooms in Resident Evil and Quest Tracker in Majora's Mask. I tried telling him the features they were creators originally wanted in the game, but couldn't because of time, money, etc. Still, he wasn't having any of it. I'm curious to what you guys think, and specifically what Jake thinks. We'll ask him next week. Um, uh, do you think that people should play the original uh, rather than the remake? Things like that. He wanted to know what we thought about that. Uh, thanks, and keep up the great work. Um, there was no question in that email is just kind of a topic but uh thank you so much for submitting that i'm sorry if it sounded like a little bit rude at the end there um but that is an interesting point you know playing the original versus the remake um i think jake kind of said it best i think you should play both there you go i I really think you should play both i mean i'm not saying go out and spend your money and buy both at the same time then play them both at the same time just choose which one you want to start with um 
Mm. It might be better. It might be safer to start with the original and then go to the remake because going backwards is sometimes a little bit harder yeah, a bit, and a little bit a more one. tiresome because things get changed in ways that are usually downgraded. Um, very rarely do things get lost that were good about a game going backwards. I know that may sound uh, a little bit actually, that's a little bit too vague, but I mean like just in a general rule is that a lot of system improvements and things like that, smoothening uh, the look, the feel of the game, the controls usually get better with time as opposed to know, Adam. Most are worth of time. Sorry, <laughs> this isn't uh, a Zelda game, but I mean, recently on my gaming channel, Me Cake Productions, uh, my one of my co people on there, Greg and I, we are doing a let's play of a uh, Sly Cooper and Thievius Raccoon, Ooh, Raccoonist, whatever it's called, and we're doing the we're doing the HD remake version. The only thing can we link that HD down below? Remake, uh, yeah, we'll I'll link it down below. Awesome. Now this episode hasn't released yet. But I'm gonna spoil it right now, just because like <gasps> it, it's something that did bother us. If you don't want spoilers, spoilers. skip no. to a minute ahead. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I can't stand this. I, I've got to leave. I'll, oh I'll no, be back Alpha. In a minute. <laughs> All right, just anyways. can't do it. I can't do it. Anyways, there's one boss battle where the music playing in the boss battle it went with the way you were supposed to hit buttons in the game. Like it was like one of those. It was like a button mash type of boss. Like you had to do like square square. I think I forgot which level it was because we recorded it. Are you talking about the third one? Yes, except in the remake, that is my they off put the music and when you hit the fight. buttons, so it sounds like just the music's just in the uh, background and it has no relation to when you press the buttons at all. So it makes it twice as hard to beat the boss in like the correct way, just because you can't click the buttons with the beats of the music anymore. There's no hint. Exactly. A lot of times Zelda gives you they, a hint when it comes to like defeating bosses, things like that. Hit the glowy thing. Um. <laughs> they they screwed it up and literally That's I was I wasn't the one with the controller playing it was my friend Greg and I looked at him while we were recording he was getting so pissed like we had to turn off the volume on the TV he threw the controller thousand, he it was the only time ever in Meat Cake Productions history that we cursed one person out on on the game and I really hope Billy puts that in Billy our main editor for Meat Cake Productions mm-hmm. yeah, I really hope he le- leaves that in to show people like how frustrating things like this can be in a game. Like, it, obviously, he didn't mean it, like, you know, for real. He was just, like, it's so f***ing pissed. Yeah. I, excuse my language. Oh. But, I mean, it's not, it's things like that, small things like that you cannot leave out in a remake. Like, if you want to remake a game or play the remake, it is it is more important to play the original first, just in, just in case, I think. And then you can go to the remake and, you know, look at it in all of its glory for the most part. Uh, and spoiler alert now. <laughs> oh, okay. Gosh, God. Okay. So, so <laughs> what, what, what happened? Uh, I have no idea what just happened. I... Anyway, uh, what's your opinion <laughs> on playing remakes versus uh, originals? I was wondering if he was just sitting there. <laughs> I, I would definitely agree with start with the original and then do the remake. If you're going to do both. If you're only going to do one, then probably the remake. And if you're going to play Final Fantasy X, just don't play it. It's not worth it. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> it's one of the worst games in that series. Probably one of the worst games ever made. It, it is, and and it's the only Final Fantasy that I've ever played. I'm so sorry. Go back and play the earlier ones. That's probably why I've never played any of the others. Hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I should I'll give rethink you, this. I'll give you a list of recommendations after the podcast on Please which ones you should start with. Yeah, they remade they remade the heck out of four for the DS. Mm-hmm. Like, four is one of the best that ones. Was, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, hmm. there's some good ones. In there. Um, as for as for my take on the remakes versus the originals, um, 
I feel that I'm young, like, I'll, I'll probably get to enjoy this more as uh, in, in the years to come as I get more games that are remakes of games I played when I was young. But a lot of the games that I play remakes of are games that I was too young to play when mm-hmm. they originally came out. Mm. Um, I mean, the one of the recent exceptions to that is the Wind Waker HD. I played the original Wind Waker. I loved it. Um, I actually haven't been able to... I own the Wind Waker HD, but I haven't been able to get into it. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because the first time I played it, I was playing it with my best friend. We had a ton of fun. We didn't understand how to sail. It was really frustrating, but we enjoyed it together. And that made it tolerable. Couldn't have said that, that any faster, Jeff. I am sorry. I can slow down what slow I'm down. saying. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, the T. Tea... I'm sorry, I was speaking whale, not slow. <laughs> okay, so the T. So the TL uh, DR version of that is, I have the Wind Waker HD. I played the original Wind Waker for GameCube, and I haven't been able to get into uh, the remake because I really enjoyed playing the first one with my best friend, and I don't know, something was special about that. All right. Sounds neato. Neat. So I, re- this... I recently read the uh, so... interview with Michael pa- uh, Pactor at Game Informer, Ooh. and I love I love the one thing that he says is, um, I think yeah, this is a quote he says uh, during the interview. Uh, I think the Wii is a, was a dumb name and still a, is still a dumb name. I remember that when the North American guys called me, it was April first, and they said, "Before we tell you why we're calling, this is not an April Fool's joke. We promise. We're deciding the official name of the revolution. It's the Wii." I said, you have to be kidding me. Wii 2 would have been a good name. With Wii U, people thought they were buying the gamepad for their Wii. Who didn't do their homework? You know, it's really funny. Yeah, it was... Yeah. Uh, oh, go ahead, Chris. Uh, I wish they would have kept the, the project name, uh, the Nintendo Revolution. I yeah, mean, I think that would have been a greater, yeah. better name. That would have been a cooler name to for have. The Wii? Yeah, the that, Wii? Was the, that was the project name. I think Nintendo the Wii... Revolution. I, I disagree. I disagree. I mean, I, I remember when it was going to be called Revolution thing is we worked we got those cute little commercials where they show up at your house and was like we would like to play i think he's talking and more about the wii it, u uh in particular well, yeah. i mean the wii u i agree one because the wii was great but i, I think remember. i mean i could deal with wii u i just can't deal with wii i never i never liked i liked i thought it always be longer i was like eh, like gamecube mm-hmm. i recently learned Six, that uh Nintendo the 64. wii the wii u is like running on really old processors like it's a it's is it yeah, it's running on stuff yeah, from like the nineties. Really old. Like really? stuff that was old in the nineties is what they're running their their system on. It's like an old computer processor. Huh. Because they still have Dude. patents on that. Oh. <laughs> and basically okay. I think it I basically mean, has the power of the Xbox three sixty, maybe. Not even I mean, X, it, like the thing about the Wii it wasn't even in H D at all. It was still using A V cables and then the Wii U finally got up to like standards of the PS3 and the 360, which yeah. is why a lot of people mm-hmm. think it shouldn't be considered like next gen technology because yeah. it's still on par with I mean, the we've, old. We've gen. kind of talked about how like N- Nintendo is kind of slipping in between the generational gaps as opposed to keeping up with the crowd. I don't uh, even and feel it's like kind of confusing consumers anymore. because I, I, I mean, they I should be in their own category. What, I mean, what I think is happening is they've hinted before that they kind of want to combine their handheld with their home console and the thing yeah. that's I mean me to Sony did that, that with the Vita it. and it didn't work well because yes, nobody wants the Vita yeah because Wait, nobody wants a Vita no well, it works for the most on. part I've seen people like use their Vita to play like oh Destiny no it's not it's, part of the room it's not like a bad it's not like a bad it. system the Vita is a great system and you if you want, if you're interested get one there's great 
opportunities for it if you have a PS4. They just need some more titles. But it just stuff. yeah. But the thing is they that like, people are not that interested in it. It's back right. when the PSP but, came out. The PSP had a lot of good titles, but mm-hmm. the PS Vita is just it's lacking. Or what they should do is they should be able to put all the PSP games on the Vita store so you can purchase them there. Then yeah. that would be another now, reason I would. Chris, I have one final Chris, topic come I want. That 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 makes too much sense. Come on, man. <laughs> I had one final uh, idea I wanted to ask you guys. One topic idea. Do you think that Nintendo should focus on their handheld market as opposed to their console market? Do you think it would be a better decision in the long run? Because it seems that the 3DS no. is doing a lot better than the Wii U. No, I don't think that at all. They need to focus on getting a good console out. And for this, not I have no idea when the, the Wii U is going to go out of business because, you know, the Wii U just started like out of production. a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Exactly. and But, like, the thing is they're they're focusing too much on their 3DS now. They already released the, the new 3DS, new 3DS XL, and, like, they're making all these changes. They had the 2DS just last year. They need to slow down with that. Let the handheld, you know, sit for a little bit because mm-hmm. you can't be making a handheld every year. That's, one, you're just looking like an asshole. Excuse my language again. And from all these people that just bought handhelds the year before, like, I just got this, not to get a new one. Oh, well, I mean, I understand from a business perspective. Well, hold oh, on. Oh, that's smart. Chris. We should hold do that because we're Chris. doing a suit so well with this. But, hold on. Let me just finish. Chris. I feel like they're, okay. they're letting the Wii, the Wii U, like, just, just sit there right now. And instead, they're going to focus on the games for the Wii U, which I'm okay with. But I feel like in terms of hardware, they need to focus on more hardware for the Wii U instead of the, making improvements in terms of new hardware for the 3DS. I mean, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But when it comes to the 3DS, I do have to counter that the 2DS was made as an option. It doesn't, it's not like an upgrade. The only true upgrades we've had are the XL. They did. And it was, I think it was like a sort of a necessary thing for them to do. But when it came to like the only true upgrades for the 3DS were the XL, which the much bigger screen and different battery life and whatnot. And then the new 3DS, which has just come out, which is a very sizable upgrade. I mean, I, in my mind, it's almost a new console because of its abilities. I mean, there Mm -hmm. are people saying uh, that it has the ability to stream like the gamepad does, which just blows Mm -hmm. my mind because I'm like, I want a, I want a four swords Wii U that uses the new 3DS. We've already talked about this so much. I'm pretty sure we've talked about this like every episode. I think we missed, I think we missed. (laughs) Oh yeah, we talked about it last week, but that episode is gone. I'm sorry yeah. about that, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's what I—that's one of the things I really would love to see. Um, I mean, but I I'm under- not saying I, I don't like the new additions to the new 3S. I think it's fine. I think it's cool. But at the same time, and like, I just I hate the way they did it. If anything, like I I know you can't go change the past or whatever, but like the release of the two. But you can still remember your link to the past. I'm sorry. Oh God, I <laughs> no, Adam. I said it once. I'll say it again. I've never played a link to the past. You're missing out. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I have Majora's Mask and Minish Cap. You're missing out. I'm good. I'm good. Anyway, Actually, just, you're good, just back to but the... not great. <laughs> just you back could to be the... great if you were playing Link to the Past. <laughs> the the Wii the Wii U like upgrading the technology. I would be down for a Wii U Slim or a. I guess it would be called the new Wii U because that's what we expect oh, from Nintendo now. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I I said before the new Club Nintendo XL for Wii U and 3DS. That's going to happen <laughs> when the Club Nintendo closes. I uh, I just I, released a I new. I know it is. I just released a new uh, ZMI post about like how there's going to be a they're making a new Nintendo Treehouse Treehouse and then a new new Nintendo Treehouse Treehouse <laughs> uh, that's going to have upgrade, slightly upgraded Wi-Fi capabilities and uh, slightly bigger size. <laughs> I hope it has a toaster too. Just slightly bigger, not not much of a big improvement, but 
a little bit better That's processing, great. maybe a longer battery life. Yeah, um, but it, That's great, I, I, I'm interested to see. It doesn't I, come with a charger, by the way. Don't get <laughs> no. It doesn't. There's no electricity. You have to it? bring your own generators. Uh. <laughs> bring your own generator. I, I do have to say that with regard to just going back to what Patrick was saying, or uh, what we were saying about what Patrick was saying, I kind of want to call him Patchy, but um, what we were saying earlier about him, I do think there's something strange brewing under the surface at Nintendo. It it just seems it, it seems very counterintuitive, um, and that's where I sort of align uh, my points with Chris, which is the Wii U's not doing yes. a lot. It's got some People phenomenal, with phenomenal. Chris. Yes, it's got some phenomenal, phenomenal games. I mean, yeah. Uh, the my main I, uh, this year's lineup for what, games is definitely going to boost it up. No, more. it's great. And oh, uh, what Jacob, what Jacob asked us about, should they focus on handhelds instead? I say no, mostly because of local play. I well, that's that's not his question. That was down. mine. Oh, that was oh, yours. Your question? Yeah, oh, my so question there was is... no question there. No, you just want to mention right. Jacob. As much we as we already can. talked about yes. Jacob Texas's pod uh, topic. So uh, yeah, my 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 question was, what do you guys think about console versus yeah. uh, handheld? And that's my main that's my main objection to it because Nintendo does local play better than anyone. That's their mm-hmm. I guess that's one of the main things. If it if but they're terrible the at online play, like the worst at online play. Yeah. Okay, they are the I worst. I have hold on Mario Kart does online play really well. That's true. But you have just to the Mario that. Kart. Mario Kart does it really well. Give Smash me one other game Wii U, that they do really well online. I've not tried out Smash for Wii U. No, it's bad. Think. Oh, I it's thought you bad. said like you haven't mm-hmm. tried out Smash for Wii U. I was about to yeah. go through my No, no, the online. The online. Say, Jeff, <laughs> trust, <I'm> me. A... <laughs> trust me. I've done plenty. They should just... Online, I'm... I've gotten pretty good. The online features for, for Nintendo games are good. They're good, but the multiplayer where like you need to have like instant reactions by both players, oh, not no. the best. Yeah. Okay. Here's here's one here's one thing that I mean gives, Mario Kart has pretty good reaction no, time. It, it has it's great, but um one thing that gives me hope is Xenoblade Chronicles X is coming out this year. We recently learned about the online play for that. That is four player quests, thirty two thirty two player passive uh multiplayer online. Like Items but that's a, that sort of stuff worries like me because I think of, um, I guess I think of MMOs again when it comes to things like that. I'm just I mean, wor- I'm just fascinated to see if they can pull it off. Yeah, I mean, they they yeah. Monster Hunter they did really well with. I think that was probably one of the better multiplayer games for the 3DS. Monster Hunter. Oh yes, yeah. Yes, they did a playing with friends with, in Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter is great if you like Monster Hunter. Uh, Guys, I'm not gonna lie. I did like fall asleep while playing Monster Hunter. I did not get into it at all. I, I tried to. No, I right. downloaded. I, I downloaded the demo. At it's first, a very like, right. heavy equipment based game. Which I mean, for me at least, I don't really like that sort of thing. I really like to have levels and experience points in progress like that, as opposed to crafting new items and just getting better armor. Mm-hmm. I prefer mm-hmm. being able to. I like RPG systems. I like games like Fallout, New Vegas, and Fallout 3. Fallout 3 is one of my favorite games, just because right. of the fact that like it just has a great story, it has cool ways to interact with the world, and it has really good DLC. I don't know. But uh, on that note, I guess it's time for us to fall out. Um, thank you so much. Fallout 4 confirmed. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> uh, this has been episode 23 of the ZI Podcast. Uh, I've been Adam, as always. If you have any sort of topics, theme song submissions, uh covers uh anything like that be sure to send us to us at zelda informer podcast at gmail.com that's zelda informer podcast at gmail.com um you can also feel free to ask me questions on twitter 
Uh, I'll be sure to try to bring him up on the podcast. Uh, thank you so much to Tyler, Ooh, Jeff, Adam, and Chris. Adam, hmm? Adam, did we get to? Did we ever get to bring up last week the whole idea of the uh, the fact that we might be doing E three shirts this year? Oh yeah, we did. Ooh, we talked about it. We mentioned that uh, we're, we might be doing E three shirts this year. Uh, we'll have more information as that comes out. Um, <laughs> but I, we're kind of out of time right now. Uh, I will keep you posted. I promise. Pinky promise. You know, you know, you know. I'm I'm good for that. Um, you know what else I know you're good for? What? A good outro. Thanks for watching, guys. This has been Chris. Wait, no, you don't get to do that. If you want any more updates, check out my Twitter at Chris J Kitchen. Check out Adam's Twitter at ABC Milkman. All right, guys. Guys, say bye before Chris can finish. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Jeff, will you be my Valentine? Uh, yes. Yes.